this all right and we are live welcome to the uh movie bros podcast your favorite podcast where you come to listen to people talk and uh review uh your favorite new and old movies uh i have never science with me as usual is chad say what's up chad hey guys and back again by popular demand we have bt comedian bt my friend it wasn't popular yeah. Everybody wants me it wasn't popular demand i mean no, well, no, no. it was if, if we had one person that was popular so that was that was uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm here though let's do it bro let's do it all right, all right. Two, great, two great movies so i'm looking forward to them i mean two one is a masterpiece i mean a yeah. masterpiece all right so we're gonna go ahead and first off so uh first take our first act i should say is uh 2022's uh beast by idris elba uh, or with Idris Elba, I should say. Uh, this movie came out last year. I had bought, I wanted to see it in the theaters, but I just never got it. I, could, I couldn't get time to see it. Then I bought it when it came out on digital and had not seen it. I've owned, I've owned it on digital for like a month and a half, two months, and just haven't had a chance to watch it. And then I watched it for the podcast. I was like, you know what? This is going to be an excuse, so, uh, quote unquote, yes. to watch. Yes. So I watched the movie. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts? Uh, well, actually, let's get... Um, Let's get hold on. Let's get the plot synopsis. Uh, plot summary. Uh, the movie beast uh, recently widowed Doctor Nate Daniels uh, and his two teenage daughters travel to South uh, to a South African game reserve managed by Martin Battles, an old family friend and wildlife uh, biologist. However, what begins as a journey of healing soon turns into a fearsome fight for survival when a lion. A survivor of a bloodthirsty poachers begins stalking them. All right. Um, that's the that's the plot summary for this one. What what is your guys' thoughts uh, on on when you watch Beast? I was okay. riveted, man. Uh, <clears throat> this reminds me of honestly. At first, it was reminding me a bit of Jaws in the in that they weren't showing the lion. So uh, I was, exp- I, you know, I like that uh, bit where they at first at least don't show the monster, so it makes you uh, wonder what the hell is going on, um, and it, it keeps that fear because obviously you know a lion is a lion. It's not like it by itself; it's not a terrifying animal, but it up that amp. You- Excuse me. What you don't think lions are terrifying? No, no, it's fine. Lions are what the fuck? Of course, lions are terrifying. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Nobody. Uh, I think. Wait, you, wait. I thought I heard you say by themselves, lions are not terrifying. Is no, I'm right? saying as if it's not as if a lion by itself is not terrifying. Oh, so, okay. No, All you right. didn't say uh, lions aren't terrifying. You did say that. You did say lions. Uh, I th- well, I meant to say basically, it's not as if they weren't terrifying already. But okay. then you add this bit. Sorry if I wasn't clear. Okay, but yeah, um, you did say that. Yeah. All right. BT, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, BT, do you have headphones? Because it's whenever you talk, it's cutting in and out. Oh shit! Yeah, I can get some. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Hold on, I get some. Hold on. Anyways, go ahead, Jad. Anyway, so I, I love that bit of like you know the we're not going to show the monster at first. Um, I thought the characters were all like pretty well developed, um, and then they showed some growth through the movie. Uh, I love the Martin, the um, uh, actor who played Martin, uh, Charlto Copley. Every time he's in a movie, he's he's funny mm-hmm. or. Amazing. What else has he been in? Uh, he was an A team. He was the the helicopter that's guy. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and that's the main thing I know him from. Um, obviously, we know Idris Elba uh, from a million different things. I didn't really recognize anybody else. 
Um, like I've never seen the, the two daughters before, at least not to my memory. Um, and uh, but both of them did a great job, though. At first, I, and I know that's what she was supposed to be. She was supposed to be the annoying teenager, um, and also grieving in the loss of her mom. Uh, so you know, she played that really well because at first I did not like her, but she 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 uh, she proved her worth in the end. And uh, the little girl. Uh, when she stabbed the lion in the butt, that was amazing. Uh, uh, that was awesome. Uh, overall, like I said, I was I had it up on my other monitor. I was gonna play uh, World of Warcraft while I was watching it. My character sat in like the end the whole time. I was just watching the movie. I couldn't take my eyes off of it. So really good. Really, all right. BT man, he nailed it when he said, "Can you guys hear me? Can you guys hear me?" Yeah, it, it cuts oh, yeah. in and out. Whenever you're talking, there's like it, it's doing this thing where it's just cutting in and out. Are you doing this thing where uh, when you no. go to settings, when you go to settings, are you doing this thing where um, it, it does this thing where uh, echo cancellation or something like that? What's that? Well, okay, where can I go to settings at? Right there at on, the bottom of the screen. At the bottom of the says, screen. It just says Mike Cam Chat More Leave. So Mike, right? Should have a settings button. Yeah, should have a settings button. This is cog. Just check out more. Okay, settings. Okay, settings. Um, uh, do I go to audio? Audio. Okay. And then uh, echo cancellation. Yeah. How about now? Is it better now? Oh my gosh! Oh so yeah, so much better. So much better. Okay. <laughs> okay. My bad. No, he was uh he was right, man. Uh, it, I thought it it, it uh, was reminiscent of Jaws. I thought they did a great job in the beginning of just setting that that that, that tone, that kind of ominous tone, you know, of, of like, oh, you, oh uh, like, what's this lion look like? And what's, you know, and why it's so vicious? But let me tell you something. I start feeling for the lion. The more you watch this movie, you feel for the lion because they were messing with his territory. He was basically just defending it. And, and they showed that in the very beginning when they yeah. met, his, met his friend and then it all made sense. So you end up kind of sympathizing for the lion. I mean, granted, he's with his kids. He's got to take care of his kids. But, hey, man, I don't blame that lion at all. And I was kind of rooting for him. And I was kind of mad because they were basically gentrifying his neighborhood is what they were basically doing. <laughs> I mean, if you really think about it, they, they really were. And he was just protecting his home turf. So I had no problem with what the lion was doing. So then it took a weird turn for me because I was like, Wait a minute, man. He didn't do anything wrong, and it was kind of reminiscent of uh, of uh, you know actually be- kind of based on a true story which Michael Douglas and Val Kilmer did before in that movie before, right. and it was kind the, of based the Ghost in the Darkness or whatever. Yeah, loosely off of that was a true story, but then again, it was one of those just rogue ro- two rogue lions who said, "Hey, man, we've had enough of this bullshit." And they were pulling that that red uh, making a railroad through uh, through the you know through the. Uh, through, through their through, through their territory basically so in the very end it took a weird turn in the sense that i was kind of rooting for the lion i mean granted um it made for good fodder though because it was great because you had the, the story with the dad trying to bond with his daughters and i thought that was great and he was being protective what i thought was great but i thought it was a better movie than people gave it credit for i really did i i, I mean you felt for the characters but like i said the character i felt for most was the lion <laughs> yeah i yeah, so you know Yesterday was the first time I saw the movie, and um, again, like I said, I've been wa- I had want- been wanting to see it. Anything Idris Elbow's does, uh, not that it's good because he was in uh, Shaw, uh, he was in that that Fast and the Furious. Uh, um, <laughs> yes, uh, that was horrible. Hi. Are you are you attacking Shaw and Hobbs? 
Yeah, yeah, that's what I will talk about. Anything, anything with the Fast and Furious attached to it, it's just it's hard. Oh, come so, on. So, um, it's an actual movie. But I'm got no, it's not. It really isn't. But I'm gonna. Uh, but like I said, I'm still interested in seeing it. Even though, like I said, just because he's in it, I'm interested in watching it. Doesn't mean it's always gonna be good. But I'll watch it. Yeah. And he's one of those actors that you could watch. Whatever he's in, man. Yeah. Yes. So I wanted to watch this. I wanted to watch this, and then I started watching it. And okay, so I have an issue with the director with what he decided to do with his camera, and I know why he did it. But the camera was always moving always moving and it was it was to one make you feel uncomfortable make you the audience feel uncomfortable and two to show you the scope of the film like there's they, you know normally and again we don't think about this as a viewer we normally just watch the movie normally they right. set a camp still and they put two actors or three actors however actors they place them right and then you just do your scene and this every, it felt like every scene was a walk and talk Every single scene, and then most a lot of times the camera's walking is going backwards because the, the actors are coming towards you, and it just got to the point where I was just like, "Can we just stop?" In, like I get it, I, I understand we're in Africa, I understand we're not on the sound stage. I just it's really making me, and again, what he wanted was I want to make you feel uncomfortable because there's it could be a lion anywhere, it could come from anywhere. I mean, you, but, you you took a definitely a a, a technical uh, approach to it, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I just the reason why is because I'm like, why am I not fucking? Why am I feeling like uncomfortable? Why am I feeling anxious? And it's because yeah, of yeah. this. I totally understood what he was doing, but the problem is that he accomplished what his goal was, which is to make me feel uncomfortable. I'm like, I don't just fucking sit the camera down, guys. For guys. <laughs> <laughs> fucking movie, man. Yeah. Like the whole time, I was like, let's just sit the camera down and let me watch the movie, please. Um, that took a lot from from me. I don't. I understand the artsy fartsy fucking uh, angle that he wanted to take with the whole visiting his dead wife in the afterlife. But that Black Panther fucking scene, the fucking the the Lion King, remember who you are. I'm like, I've fucking had enough of this fucking transcendent. Oh, it's on a different plane, and I get to see my my dead ancestors. I'm, I've had fucking enough. I didn't like it when Black Panther did it because Lion King had already done it. I don't need it again <laughs> from uh, from Beast. Um, and and uh, but I, I did like the action movies. I did like the action parts. I did like. Um, I even like the character development. I like the fact that he wasn't perfect. That he wasn't like the he was definitely a flawed person, definitely a bad father. And yes. I like the fact that he was self conscious enough to give his daughter credit when he was like she was right. Like when his, she was like went off on him, and he was like she she's right. I haven't taken you know like he, he thought it was a blue car when it was a red car in her photographs and all. Like he just I enjoyed seeing Aegis Elba not be perfect because in right. so and because we as an audience know him as a fucking like beautiful perfect man you know and it's like oh it's good that we see him in, with flaws i like that no only that yeah, I, I, I didn't i didn't like the the foreboding because i i kind of knew where it was going to end when it, in in the in the beginning when they were you know with that little guide and they were shooting all the lions came i said they're going to come back to that i for some reason i just knew it you know what i mean and, and i knew that was going to be the end the, the 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 final stand so to speak you know what i mean at the uh when they're in the beginning there's that little park and we go see his friend and uh yeah. and the lions are there and i just kind of knew they were going to come back there it's doing the sound thing again oh shit really like, yeah every it's like every time you talk too it's like the weirdest thing is like whenever you talk it starts cutting in and out uh um, oh, is it better yeah no. It's weird because the other thing definitely it fixed it yeah. for a bit. It fixed it for a while. How about now? How about now? Yeah. How about now? 
Yeah. Is it yeah. A better name? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, okay. Yeah, I just thought that, I mean, you you saw the ending coming in a way. You saw the final showdown, that is. So I kind of figured that out. But, you know, in the end, it's it still worked for me. You know what I mean? Like, it, I, I, I wouldn't have given it four stars, but it was definitely uh, a popcorn movie. Definitely something that was great on a, on a Saturday afternoon, you know, to occupy by, by an hour and a half. And I thought that the timing was great. I thought the timing of this movie was perfect. I mean, for what it yeah. was... The time was it, hour 33, I think it was. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it came in perfect. And, and that to me is everything. It's like, okay, they know what they are. They're going to establish it real quick and get right to it. And that's what they did. And like I said, they were poachers, man. So they got they kind of got what they deserved. I mean, the oh, people I'm in the totally, I, I was totally yeah. on the line side. Uh, ho- however, it, I did like the fact that they talked about how it's not normal for the lion to go into the villages and kill people, but it's yeah. just taking its revenge on on on, uh, on humans, I guess, in general. But I was yeah. totally on the lion side. I was like, yeah, kill those motherfuckers, kill them. Um, yeah, I, I, lo- I loved it when they had him surrounded, like the Idris Elba and his daughters and the, and his friend, and they figured out that the guy was an anti poacher. Um, which obviously meant that he had hunted them as well. Um, even though they're kind of jumping around that a little bit for the girls, I think at the beginning they were trying not to say that. Um, but then the uh, yeah, the, the the lions are all just the lion just comes in and tears through the the, uh, the poachers, and it was amazing. Yeah, um, I mean, I, nobody nobody fell for the poachers. No, not even a little bit. I was like, <laughs> yeah, when the, the one guy that he pulled the keys out of, he's like, Ugh. I'm like, just leave him. Yeah, I'm not, even, I'm not even here for the mercy kill. Yeah. Like, he's fine. Yeah, yeah. he'll be I'm good. Gonna, yeah, I, I, uh, I, you know, it's funny because uh, the only, I had the issue with the they're like the guy in the yellow shirt had the keys. I was like, but there's another car that has the lights on just behind it. Just go, go to that car. <laughs> yeah, there's another car. There's another car. Get that other car. Um, yeah, I didn't even think. I didn't see that. Yeah, that's true. They had to have two cars, and I didn't think. Yeah, I was like, there's another car. The other car has lights on. Try that one. You didn't, no, no, not gonna try. Okay. No. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it was a, I, I, I don't know, man. It, it was a weird, uh, I don't know how I felt about it. I felt like it was like, it was, it was, I thought, you know how when you go to a restaurant and then you eat food and then they go, how was it? And you go, eh, it's fine. Like it was it. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's fine. And they'll be like, oh, but what do you, what did you expect? It's a burger. And you're like, yeah, but I've been <laughs> pretty eating burgers before. And this yeah. Is, <laughs> yeah. Was it bad? Was it bad? No, but it's, it's fine. It was, it was fine. It was like that's how I felt. It was fine. It was fine. Um, the movie, uh, the movie uh, cost thirty six million dollars to make. I'm assuming thirty four and a half of that was Idris Elba. <laughs> and the plane tickets to Africa. And the flight right, yeah, the, flight, the flights to Africa. I got. I gotta assume are, are the most expensive parts of this movie. Um, it brought in the box office. Brought in fifty nine million. I guess yeah, fifty nine million broke even. Uh, yeah, broke even. Broke even. Uh, so it, it was just uh, it, they call it a a survival action horror film, and I, I didn't see anything horror about it. Uh, obviously, ter- it's ter- you know lions are terrifying, but I, I did see the survival movie aspect of it. Um, the little girl, his youngest daughter, is not a good actress. They got on my nerves. They got on my goddamn nerves. Yeah. But they're supposed to, right? Like the the, yeah, the older daughter's to. supposed to. She's a teenager. Yeah, she's right. like she's she's you know I get that, but the young daughter's just not a good actress. Like she yeah. felt like she was reading off of SNL cue cards. Yeah. <laughs> thought, Daddy, come on, come here. I am scared. <laughs> oh, fuck, she did. She did have a, a rather one-dimensional line speaking from like about the back half of the movie onward. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where she was just screaming, Daddy, 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 Daddy. She did stab the lion in the ass. And I, I'll give her yeah. props for that. I, I, my <laughs> wife really enjoyed that part too. My wife was like, Oh, that's really fucking smart. Good for her. Like, she was like, Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, but still, bad actress, right? I mean, so, um, yeah, yeah, it was, you know, it was, it's a weird, it's, I, I, I feel weird even reviewing this movie because it's such a short, it was an hour and a half movie. And not that it needed it's, more, but oh, I thought it, that was perfect. It, I thought it was, I, yeah. thought it was a, I thought it was good for what it is. Like like BT said, I was just kind of like, uh, that's it, we're done, okay. Yeah, the problem right. is, is we've gotten so used to so much filler bullshit that movies have become like two hour standards as opposed to ninety minute standards. And I don't, it, I don't it, know about a time standard. I I meant more like, oh, okay, so there was only like one. There was only like one real fight with the line, right? Like I, again, realistic. The showdown. You're only you're only gonna yeah. go fucking one fucking round with the line. Yeah, you're going it's, twelve it's rounds. You're not going. <laughs> yeah, you're going. Realistically speaking, this is a this is a Mike Tyson fight. This is yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, this is a 1986 Mike Tyson fight. Yeah, this I don't is know if they were Ali, doing this it. This is a Muhammad Ali fight where you go in the fourth. This isn't Thriller Manila. You you really mm. just go fucking. Yeah, man. Yeah, I love yeah. when the line was on on the car though, because to me it reminded me a lot of the Jurassic Park when the T Rex was coming in at the car. The there's a, angles. The there, girl was lot. even wearing a Jurassic Park T-shirt. The girl, yeah, right, which I thought was a nice touch. I was like, oh, yeah. Right. So I thought it was a, little, a mixture of Jurassic Park and Jaws. I mean, like, yeah, it's absolutely. Just, I think Jaws just set the tone for all movies that are like it's suspenseful and with animals. And I think the less you see of them, the more ominous they become. And once you see them, but with this one. It wasn't like when you saw the line, you go, oh, I mean, you weren't disappointed. You're like, okay. So like, we're like, yeah. Jaws, you go, oh, it's kind of, but you know, with this one, though, it was still a goddamn lion. And only toward the end when he was fighting, I go, that lion would have killed him, you know? Oh, yeah. That, that that fight with Idris Elba at the end dragged out way too long. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, at least like a minute or two longer because the lion had him in like at least four different spots. Um, and yeah. Plus, he's raking him and he's clawing him and like, he dealt, you know, like Idris Elba had plot armor to hell because that was um, he, he, the line never once went for his jugular, which he had him dead to rights three or four times. He had him dead, yeah, yeah, he had him dead. Maybe the line was conflicted. Maybe the, I mean, sir, we, 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 we think about that. Me, keep it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Volume, the, no, 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 it's the crackly thing again, man. Crackling thing again. God damn it, the crackling thing. How about now? How about now? No, now. God damn it. I don't know what to tell you, man. I got the... I don't know. I don't know, man. You have the headphones? Is that the, Those headphones have have a microphone in them? No. No, these are yeah, old yeah. school. I do have some... Um, I, I have these. Let me try these. Yeah, yeah, try those. Let me try these. Uh, but, okay, let me try yeah, those. I, I uh I, I thought that I thought the um again the showdown was a good showdown, I guess, for what it was. Um uh I I don't know, man. I just I don't know what I was expecting, but I wanted more of it. I did like the beginning of the movie when they first killed the lion's family or pride. Mm-hmm. And the way they shot it where there was two guys, one of them was behind the other. I did enjoy them doing I did enjoy how one guy in the back disappeared. Right. Like, I had a little bit of an issue with that because no one's disappearing that quick with no sound. Uh, ah, but for movie's sake, I'm fine. For I mean, movie's sake, it's no, fine. I'm not, I'm not going into a movie thinking to myself, like, oh, I, mean, I don't watch The Wizard of Oz and be like, oh, I don't know, man. Monkeys can't fly. Like, yeah, I'm not well, that. No, like that, but just don't, don't make, like, if it, was a, if it was a human killer or, or, or they're about to cover the mouth or do something, 
But when it's a lion, they're just coming in, bam. Yeah. I don't need it super technically accurate, but they're just not going to disappear into the night with no sound. Especially from 10 feet away. Yeah, but again, movies, you know, Ooh. it's a movie. You know, not, not you know, not, that's, uh, I don't know. I, I, I was okay with that, with that kind of, but I, I, I wanted more of that. And I don't know what I got was, I don't know, man. I don't know. I wasn't the biggest fan of the movie. I'll be honest. I wasn't the biggest fan. I was the guy that would be. But, no, well, but what did you expect going in though? I mean, I mean. I expected more action, I guess. I expected more action. Uh, I, 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 more action. I, there were yeah. times where there were times where I felt the movie wanted to be something else. Like the times where it's you know he's having his daydreams of going into the afterlife, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like I don't. Yeah, I don't know why they included that. That they, part is what if, actually detracted from the movie. It felt very not like part of this movie. I'm like, are you trying to make this movie something deeper? Because this movie is not a deep movie. It's you know, it's not. I don't know, man. Yeah, if the only thing I was but, the only thing maybe I was that, thinking the whole time they were doing it was is that he's going to end up with his wife, like she's going to die defending their daughters, uh, and that's why he would go to see the yeah, the afterwife yeah. in the thing because he regretted you know being apart from his wife and all that. Yeah, but otherwise, and that's not even what happened. So I was like, why see, are we? Like, why is this here? Yeah, like if if he would have if those scenes would have started when he first got injured, like oh shit, yeah. he's on the verge of life, he's on the verge of death. I I would understand that, but those scenes were happening. From the beginning of the movie, when he was on the plane, yeah, yeah. and when he was in the car, and when he was like, so it, before he even got injured, so I, I don't know. I was just like, why, why are these scenes here? I don't, they're, they're not necessary. Yeah, I, I think like I would have cut. So basically, so, so basically, you try to do too much. You think? I think in that regard, going too many different directions. Yeah, I mean, but maybe you want to make it deeper than than. Uh, than than it was or maybe he wanted to make it a deep movie maybe, maybe in his uh, eyes it was about uh redemption maybe you know maybe from you know a lot of times he, he felt like he was a you know like, like a piece of dirt and he goes this is one chance of redeeming his life and getting close to his daughters in a way where the, what, what does the lion represent the king of the jungle so if he slays the the, the king then he you know shows his daughter that he's a hero in a way because if you beat the king you're a hero so symbolically maybe the lion the king of the jungle that's that's his way of getting back and getting in good graces. Yeah, but I think you could have done. I think he did that. Like, if you cut out those dream sequences, I think he did that without. I think he did exactly what you said without it because he he did prove his mettle. He did fight for his children uh, multiple times, and you know, he near died for it. And he, you know, he basically really tried really hard to save his friend. Oh, um, in the end, yeah. you know, his friend had sacrificed himself for for everything. Did any of you find it creepy that his friend knew so much about the wife? Oh, no, they like, grew up uh, together. Yeah, he knew but her. I was staying in her house. Yeah. I still keep her picture up on the wall. You know, yeah, like your friends. Chad doesn't believe in female friends. He's like, I don't have any female friends. I don't have nobody. They went to school together as children. Like she, uh, he's the one that introduced her to him. Like that's I know, a, I, I got it. But I, I was just like, I don't know. It seemed he seemed a little too into her. Yeah, it's like if my female <laughs> friends die, I don't put any pictures of her. <laughs> I'm not, not putting any pictures of my female. Friends. <laughs> uh, they're everywhere. God. Um. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was creepy at all as far as that, and I just thought uh, I thought it was well played in the way I took it off. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I thought, I thought it was well played. I, I really did. I loved everything. I, I pretty much, I think I liked it more than you, Nary. Definitely. Oh, yeah. You absolutely did. Uh, yeah, you, I think so, too. You're still clicking in and out, bro. Your sound. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I, don't I don't know what it is. It's only you. It's only you, BT, because we've had other guests on, and it's only you, bro. You, you ain't got to say it like that. 
your previous Ooh. episode, same thing happened. I was like, what? But I couldn't hear you it got... last time. You ain't got to say it like that, bro. You hurt my feelings, man. I got feelings, bro. I got feelings, bro. You know what you don't yeah. have? A good mic. <laughs> get a good mic, man. <laughs> I'll get a good mic. I'll get a good um, mic. But yeah, uh anyway, so uh I don't know, right? So what what would you rate the, let, let's see what the what the the raw tomatoes were on on um the beast. Man, this thing okay. is so smart. I just looked up Rotten Tomatoes and then it said, Did you mean Rotten Tomatoes for Beast 2022? I'm like, Yes, actually, that's exactly they, what it meant. They hear every it is they hear everything, bro. They're they really good. do. Uh Rotten Tomatoes critics uh average score for critics is sixty eight percent and the audience score was seventy seven percent. Yeah, that's about right. Um, I think that's about right. They, they hit it yeah, on me all, I think. I per you know, I would have gave it like eighty yeah, about eighty two, you know. Like, All but right. you knew what you were going. You knew what you were going into, and like I was expecting, like, oh my god, you know what? Like I knew, you Chad, know, when I got what, what, Chad, what would be your rating from one to five, and what would be your rating system? Uh, I'm gonna give it four out of five uh, tranquilizers in the ass. Um, okay, four out of five tranquilizers in the ass. <laughs> All right. uh, BT, what would you? Uh, what would be your rating system, and what would be your rating? Three and a half out of five. Three and a half out of five. Uh, uh claws, lion claws. Three and a half lion, lion claws. claws out of five. Yeah. Uh, I would give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it two, bro. I'm gonna give it two out of five poachers. Damn. Two Damn. out of five poachers. Yeah. Three is a recommendation. Uh, you know what? Two and a half. I'll go two and a half. I'll go two and a half. Um, I don't dislike this movie though. I don't know. You know what? I'll stay at three, bro. I'll stay. I'm trying to talk myself into it, man. But it's just. Well, was, well, don't then. Don't talk yourself. If you have to talk yourself into something, obviously you don't feel that way about it because you're talking yeah. yourself into it. Anything in life, if you have to talk yourself into it, you shouldn't do it. Uh, like you know, like have, like yeah, like like uh, like skydiving. Don't talk. You got to talk yourself into it. <laughs> no, no, you got to talk yourself into skydiving. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> or working out. Some people working out. Like oh, I don't want to do this uh, shit. That's different. Oh, that's a, that's an everyday thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I would say two and a half, bro. Two, I would say two, two and a half out of five poachers. Okay. Um, so that would be my rating. Uh, that's okay. the first one we've been wildly divergent on. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And that's the and that's the first one in a long time that I didn't give five stars to because I've been giving mm. five stars away like they were just hotcakes. And I was just like, well, yeah. well, it just shows that that you hold on to it. It's kind of like virginity; you hold on to it dearly. And once you, you give it away, on. and you've been giving away lately. You mean give me fives, but this one must not really touch uh, touch you in the right place. I've been a, I've been a whore, I've been a whore. <laughs> uh, all right, that's it for take one of uh, the episode. Uh, on to uh, our second take, our second movie, which is 1999's American Beauty. Yes. Uh, it, uh, 19, when I say 1999, I mean uh, the Oscar for Best Picture, 1999's Best Picture award winning. Um, Party like it's '99. <laughs> I remember seeing uh, this movie. I remember seeing this movie in the theater. I remember that. I remember everything about this movie. I really do. I was like, so the 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 plot summary for this is a Teleseo's operative becomes disillusioned with his existence and begins to hunger for fresh excitement in his life. As he experiences a new awakening of the senses, his wife and daughter also undergo changes that seriously affect their family. Critically acclaimed, this film won Oscars for Best Screenplay, Best Director, Best Actor, and Best Film. It won them all, bro. Uh, as, well, as well as should. As well as should. Chad, 
What are you? What are your thoughts on American Beauty? So, <clears throat> this is always one that I had not mixed feelings about. It just wasn't normally in my wheelhouse because I mean it's truly just a, a family drama. Uh, it's not like I dislike it or anything. I actually th- thoroughly enjoy it, but it's just not something I would have gone to see if it hadn't been for Kevin um, Spacey. And it right. back, as particularly in '99 around then, anything that Kevin Spacey put out, I was infatuated with. I loved Kevin Spacey. Um, oh, how the turntables turn! I, I still like his work. I just have. We just I caught get, that. You know, I caught that. Have the turntables. <laughs> we we just can't. Uh, we you know we're not going to get anything new from him probably for at least a couple more years. Actually, uh, we apparently were getting the. We actually this is the most uh, apparently the most authentic uh, non-acting role that he's ever done. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, and I, when I went back and, and watched it for for the podcast, the I didn't realize how many people were in it. Like, I remember Kevin Spacey and that Benning, Thor Birch, and, and Mina, but I didn't remember that's like surrounding cast. Oh, and there's a lot of people in there. Um, yes. And uh, so I thought everybody did good, uh, especially um, the Kevin Spacey was the best. Um, the, the rest of the storylines didn't grab me as hard as his. Um, like I like Thora Birch and and the other the the neighbor's kid. Uh, I forget his name. Uh, Ricky and the weirdo. Um, yeah, the weirdo who liked watching bags <laughs> float around. Um, yeah. And uh, it was pretty good. Um, I I do love the watching him transform into basically someone who barely is getting through life. Um, you know, having to masturbate in the shower just to get his jollies off for the morning. Um. To uh, to th- like even though it's a little weird because he, he infatuates on like a seventeen year old. Um, don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about that. I mean, it was Mina Suvari. Kind of hard to blame the guy. Oh, and the uh, but if it you know t- it's what took to to re-energize his life as it were. Um, and he really you see him like go through a whole bunch of stuff, trying stuff, new stuff, piss you know pissing on his boss, saying get the fuck out of here. Um, you know, working out, tra- you know, transforming himself into something better. Uh, I really dug that. And, you know, uh, Annette Bening kind of got left behind because she thought she was the one that was, like, the head of the curve in the relationship. And she probably was until, you know, this happened. And so she was super pissed that he was, like, moving on uh, without her. Um, and, you know, feeling super betrayed even though she was the one who was betraying him all over the place. <laughs> so... I, overall, like the intermix of, of characters and stuff was was re- really drove me to, to like this movie, um, and it was it's not one that I whip out like every year or anything, but I definitely play it more than you know once in the last couple uh, well now two decades, um, and uh, I thoroughly enjoy it every time I do watch it though. All right, uh, BT. It's funny looking at it again. It, it seems a little little campy a little bit like when you see it again that was 99 and then you watch it, you go it's a little you know but i mean don't get me wrong i still say it's a brilliant movie i, th- I thought they captured everything brilliantly uh just i mean i could feel kevin spacey's character in the sense of like you know you go through that like you bust your ass and then you're like you're slowly going away from your wife or relationship and you know they're in another place like and you look at it like how did you guys ever meet so at, at one time they were compatible i guess in a way and then all of a sudden then you look at me like, how are they 
like a couple because you know she seems a little over the top but you but she's like seems to me like the original karen you know what i mean right. the, little, the little thing yeah. she says and how she deals with her daughter and her daughter's a gothic and thor i mean thora birch did a great job of like i just hated that bitch like i know women like that and still women like that or especially girls like that in high school so it's like in a way though i was i was analyzing maybe i overanalyze like nary does with uh with the camera work but it's like why is she a why is she a cheerleader if she's so kind of gothic and so anti? She's a little anti-establishment. Like, why are you so anti-personal? You would never be a fucking cheerleader. They would never yeah. let her no. be a cheerleader ever. No. Yeah. Now, Mina, um, I could see her. Mina, I could see her being. Oh, and, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And they absolutely. kept her with the with the smoke, and I go, okay, I could see that, but I couldn't see Thor Birch. I was like. Why is she a cheerleader then? Shouldn't she be like like with the old boy she with the bag? She wouldn't want and... to be a cheerleader. She wouldn't even want to be a cheerleader. Her yeah. character would not want to be a cheerleader. And the cheer squad would not let her. Like, get the fuck out of here. You're going to let this sourpuss in here? Where's exactly. Her, uh, that's not, no. no but I, I just thought Sam Mendez did a great job with the script. I mean, and I thought the uh, Cooper, what's his name? Um, um, uh, the, the, uh, the, the weird boy's dad. Oh, yeah, Chris Cooper. Yeah, yeah. Man, I thought Chris Cooper nailed it. I mean, I thought everybody nailed it, actually, but I, I just love Chris Cooper's character because you just like, you knew that dude. That's the kind of guy you are. You know, you, you could see him now driving a truck with a Trump sticker. You know what I mean? He, you, he's that dude who, who never. Like he never gave a, a Obama a, a, a chance. He just always, yeah, Trump. You, you see him do it. You can see him now. You can see that character now. Like you know that guy. You know you do cruise ships. You know that guy. Hey man, I don't really like people like you, but I thought you were fun. People like that. You've seen that guy. So I just thought his character was great. And but and it's the weird thing now, knowing what we know now, that. I could see Chris Cooper hit you know, Kevin Spacey and Kevin Spacey going, I thought you'd never, you know, I thought you'd never yeah. stop. You know what I mean? Like, I can see him Funny. entertaining that idea now. But, but like, but you can see that, like, and him going for, like, and I saw all that. Like, and I, in a way, you sympathize and you empathize with, with Spacey's character in a way. I mean, yeah, you just don't cross that line. You keep it as, as a fantasy, but you don't cross that line. But, and he definitely played, toyed with it too too uh too close you know what i mean like the, you just yeah. keep it here and don't entertain it like you know keep it a high and buy because otherwise you'll get yourself in trouble because you know when you don't think you have it anymore and you're in that don trodden and like you think life is going downhill and somebody like her puts that pep in your step like hey like they notice you you know what i mean just that touch that that, that hand on the shoulder he's like what the fuck i mean look that little shit people don't realize that little shit like that's like but before they before they fell off it's like hooters you go to hooters back in the day and all the way you just had to do is go sir could you and you go oh i think she likes me little shit like that man <laughs> so it's like so i that those little intricacies i felt felt i so yeah man i i i uh i dug it i just like in sam mendez i thought when i walked out of that movie in 1989 i go yeah this is a masterpiece really all right yeah yeah, I did. I said this is a masterpiece. I thought everything about that, though. I mean, even and I know it's and I know they made fun of it in a movie called Not Another Teenage Movie about the bags exploding, which they should have uh, funny. The, but absolutely, those little things, man, just made it excellent. I mean, how how he fell off. He's working a drive through at a fast food place. I mean, he's falling off, and then his wife comes through with a fucking kick ass dude, and they're making out, and he knows it's over. I mean, just those little. things things dude it's like oh i mean that's and that's family though they, they don't paint it the picture like a ozzy and harriet or or that stereotypical what we think family is to me that's mm -hmm. family it's not always pretty 
True. Yeah, I I get that. Um, I so this movie is uh what I would call um it, it goes on. It's very difficult to classify. Um, or it's very easy to classify by classifying it as difficult to classify. It's very, it goes under the um the technical term artsy fartsy. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's uh, under that umbrella of the artsiest of farts. It's the, the most. <laughs> I yeah. did. I wasn't a big fan of this movie when it first came out, but I was like seven. I was like seventeen in nineteen ninety nine. So this movie wasn't for me in ninety nine. Right. So yeah. I did it. I was like, ah. I, I I remember thinking, oh, this is one of those Archie Farty movies, not for me. And so here we are, twenty three, twenty four years later. And I said, I'll I'll go check it out again, you know, for the podcast. And I I was like, I, you know, I'm I'm watching it now with. On open mind, open heart, like oh, maybe now I'll get it, and I'm a different perspective. I'm still stupid. I still don't fucking get it. I just, it's such like his whole speech about him crying, and I know it's a very quote unquote powerful scene about him, like, like sometimes life is so beautiful I can't contain it. I'm like, oh fuck off. I'm like, I'm so. <laughs> I'm yelling at the TV. I'm like, you fucking pretentious fucking asshole. Shut up. It's so. It's one of those things where, and my wife literally was laughing. She said. If I would have watched this movie as a teenager, I would have loved it. And I said, "Really?" She goes, "I would have been so into this. Like, it, life is so deep and so like shit." Like now, we, her, and I will laugh about how because you know when you're a kid, you're trying to be deep. You're trying to yeah. be like deeper than you are. And it's like she like in high school, I would have been that. I she, like I would have been that poser watching this movie. Like you yeah, know, I was gonna say, like, you I've know. seen so many kids, and and yeah. I probably was one of them. Not to that yeah. degree, but in a different era, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or different, again, again, different like angle. Well, but, okay, yeah, we all, all so of us beautiful. do that in our lives where we try to uh, make things bigger than they are. Like, you don't understand. She's my one and only. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so it's like that kind of like feeling, right? Where I was never, what, uh, by any stretch of the imagination, was I ever anything close to being emo, right? Or what they classify as emo. But I was still that kid. Yeah, I know. We get it. We are. We were. <laughs> yes. But. I know. By, but I was, but I was always that. I remember writing in seventh grade. They asked me like, "What's the one thing you want more in life? The most, the one thing you want more?" Like, write an essay. And my essay, everybody's essay was about like cars and like video games and like because you're in seventh grade. And I swear to God, my response was true love. That was my fucking. <laughs> I wrote an essay about wanting true love and finding true love, and it's like, oh fuck. And I remember, oh fuck off! That's so pretentious. Look, exactly. <laughs> Looking back now. Looking back now, I can almost recall the fucking eye roll that my teacher gave me when she gave me back my papers. Shut <laughs> oh, the fuck up. You're so stupid. And I'm sure that made for good comedy with her and her friend. I'm sure that she was like, I could just now knowing what I know about teachers. She was at a fucking happy hour like this. And then, and then his fucking wrote, hey, true love. That was his answer. Like, oh, God, shut up. So looking back at it now, I'm watching this movie and I'm thinking, it's just, it's fine. It's, it's it's so pretentious. It's just so over the top, like fucking. It's like you, you said, like it's borderline cheesy and campy. It's borderline. It's just like all right, the acting is superb. Not taking anything away from the acting. The acting is superb. I'm looking at it from a technical aspect. I can say this guy. It's like they got it. They 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 nailed it. I like the fact. I get the themes. There's multiple themes. But by, by the way, when you Google this shit, when you Google like the fucking meaning of American Beauty. It, there's a part where it says even the director can't agree with what he agrees with. with what he, <laughs> he says, quote, 
The film defied characterization by even the filmmakers. Mendes, which is a director, is indecisive, saying the script seemed to be about something different each time he read it. Quote, it's a mystery story, a catastrophic journey through America's suburbia, a series of love stories. It was about uh, imprisonment, loneliness, and beauty. It was funny. It was angry. It was sad. I was like, oh, fuck off, you motherfucking... (laughs) And just oh shit up! I was like, all right, whatever. But again, this is the whole point of the story, right? Is about how things are not what they seem. But you know what? It's kind of like an adult John Hughes movie from you know in the in the, in the late eighties or whatever. You know the yeah. uh, like Sixteen Candles and uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Pretty in Pink. It basically it, it it's like that. This one those guys racist. grown up. Except this one. I mean, think about oh John Hughes. John Hughes, massive racist. Oh my god! Really? Yeah. Is yeah, he really? The only person of color in his movies is the fucking Asian guy that's playing the fucking most the most stereotypical Asian fucking roles. There's no black guy. There's no Hispanic guy. But really, but but, but that's their world LA. though. But they're making movies in L.A., bro. Is Chicago? You know, Chicago. But, there's no Hispanics in Chicago. Come on. No, no, listen, 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 listen. No, no. But in in his world, that's how he lived. Because I lived in Chicago, and it's very segregated, like every other city. But in his world, in the suburbs. That's his world. I mean, there are no black people in his world. So right. how can you say he's being racist? Because it mean, like, are you going to throw? Well, like you said, be, okay. Hard, if you're going, if you're going to throw, it, and, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe prejudice. Right? No, but because no, you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Because listen, it's in the suburbs, okay? So if he's in the suburbs and that's his world, there are no black people in his world. So when he wrote that. He didn't think I need a black character. So I'd rather him go. I don't. I you know write like that than throwing some than uh, some some uh, 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 token in there. And you go. He had a token Asian guy in Sixteen Candles. He had that token Asian guy in every movie. And it's like you. Know, why is this the only person of color in your Be- movie? better token Asian than token black guy? But still, I mean, maybe maybe he had. It's a, always and it's always a caricature of an Asian guy. It's like the, yeah. Oh, so sorry. And it's like what? What are you doing, dude? Yeah. It, you're all oh, sexy girl. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> but 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 to me but but to me American Beauty though was those guys grown up and and yeah. if because if you watch it there there also no people of color so yeah, apparently yeah. that's their world that's Sam Mendes yeah. is world because they, they don't have any in, in their world and the in and and I guess in their brains or how they live black people don't live in their suburbia so yeah. you know it, I'd rather have them have this, it like by the way this was filmed this was filmed in Sacramento. They don't name the town. The name of the town isn't named or whatever, but I know that the filming was in Sacramento, which is hilarious to me because when you go to Sacramento, there's so many Hispanic and Asian people that you literally had to kick out every fucking person in the neighborhood just to put in these... <laughs> exactly, but, but like I said, though, I mean, it, but that's the way he's thinking. He doesn't think about us. So, I mean, are people of color or whatever? So, how can you get mad at him if that's not his world? And they go, hey, I mean, now... Oh, I think- Oh, I don't mean in a ma- I don't mean in a mad way. I just meant it in yeah. joking when you said, "Oh, this is John Hughes growing up." I said, "And not racist," but I, I mean, this is all yeah, I yeah. It. But so I mean, I, I get it. No, I get, I get. It. So, but but in that world, and I guess in their suburbia, there are no people like us in their but suburbia. I, I do like the theme of life is not what it seems, and just because it's pretty on the outside. And if you think about it, you can make that movie nowadays and make it about basically social media. How everything in mm-hmm. social media has this uh, this veneer. And it's just beautiful. And then when you take a deeper look into it, you're like, oh, there's, there's actual problems. My wife and I have a running joke where my wife was like, oh, 
we have to post more pictures of each other on social media because people are going to think that we, there's a problem. <laughs> she's joking and we laughing, but she's like, every time that people, whenever people, whenever there's, whenever people don't post pictures or, or enough pictures of their significant other, and it's sort of funny because I think of it the other way around. Whenever I see pe- people only posting pictures of their significant other, I'm like, how much do you have to prove? What do you, what are you doing? Yeah. Exactly, like 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 you work too hard. You're going yeah. too hard. Yeah, like, so, oh, they are not a happy couple. Yeah, you work if you're showing people like all the time that they were together. Like, nah, they're not together. Yeah. It's like Anytime people are, I see nothing but happy pictures or you yeah. know, no drama in the pictures. I'm like, they're only posting the good stuff. It's, yeah, you know, I mean, I don't mind you only posting good stuff because I don't need you to like I don't need to be looking through my social media and then see some black and white 1990s R&B group fucking photo of you looking out in the distance in a window. That's not what I meant, but I'm just like saying. Like, yeah, yeah, but I, it, I, I, I had to learn that because at, at one point, you know, me and Andrew, everybody else seems so happy. Like when so Facebook and everything first really came out. Oh, like, are we doing something wrong? Yeah. Um, and then I realized because well, I should talk to my friends. And they're like, oh no, they're just as fucked up as us. They're just playing. Just I used to, when I started doing stand up, I used to have a joke about how those documentaries, like those behind the music documentaries. And I was like, how do people get pictures of like them being sad and depressed? Like, who the fuck takes those pictures? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Who takes those and, that was about, and it wasn't a social media spin. It was just, it, it was literally like, a, you know, you see those behind the music. It's like, and then the world tumbled. And then the fucking camera starts like doing this shit. With, but the pictures they always show are like depressing. And they're always looking down at the floor or looking down at the floor like when it's right. And I'm like, who takes those pictures naturally? Like, who's naturally like well, this? I imagine they're, they're when you fall, this is gonna be a good picture for when you yeah. fucking financially crumble. This will be a good I imagine one. they're also taking like a thousand pictures of these guys. So yes. every face. So like I'm sure it's several of them they be out there looking down or they caught them in a weird face. So, or, or 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 the best is those those cryptic sayings like maybe on Instagram, like, you know. Social media wants us to be perfect. And you go, God damn, I'm just here for the tits and ass. You know what I mean? They, they go through that. Or they'll go, you know. Show me the Ducati. I like give a fuck about it. The motorcycle. Yeah. Get the fuck out of this shit in my life. Yeah, I cared little to nothing about what, like, I don't know. It's like Kevin's face he has to say it on Twitter. Just yeah. show me something neat. Yeah, I mean, but, but uh, you know, now I take, uh, not offense, but I take, uh, when you just said, when he did that speech about how life is beautiful, no, I mean, but I'm I'm that dork that I go, yeah, because I, that's the way I look at it, because you can look at things, it's all about I perspective. Love life. I, I love life. Yeah, I know, but you just said that speech, I know that speech seems kind of that, but I, I mean, but I kind of agree with that. But you know? I'm not saying I don't, I don't. I'm not even saying I don't agree with it. I'm just saying like, what 18 year old is like? Like that's just the fucking. It's so no. contrite. It's so contrite. No, just me, me, no, because but, but we've all known people like that. Miracle, those people, those people you meet who are. I mean, I hate the stereotype jocks, but jocks are jocks. Okay, like you know they're all about the game or whatever. And oh, you're a fucking fat, you know, shit like that. Which you didn't say in the 80s. We didn't really mean it. But that's just how you said it. And then yeah. there's those people who like. They seem like they never smile. They were always so serious. It's all those girls that, that carry their books like this, and they were always just serious. You know, like, all right. Yeah, you know, yeah, and then yeah. there was, you know, those people who acted, they were like like too cool for school. Like, you know, there's the goth people who didn't want to be part of the establishment, man. They're smoking, they were wearing black, man. I fucking, 
You know, there's all those. So, yeah, you know all those people. I mean, so I had no problem with that because, I mean, there are people in high school or whatever. They're always like either too depressed. Now you wouldn't say that because, you know, they're going through something now and you give them a little leeway back. Then you're like, why are you so fucking a downer? And we didn't know what they were going on at their house, but, and, you know, in their in their life because that was before social media. So when you left, you left. You didn't see them. So, right. yeah, I, I mean, I knew people like it. But that's why I said this movie, they cast it perfectly because those were all those little segments except for like minorities they were in all little segments of different kind of people you know what i mean i mean seriously that's why i thought it was great except for the you know the cheerleader but yeah you know yeah yeah it's so weird so yeah so uh, that's why i liked it uh it was perfectly casted with spacey as being as a creepy guy going after young every uh, everybody yeah. everything was creepy and how he's kind of stumped over when the cheerleader thing when he was with annette benning and how she's yeah. You know how she's like, like I said, she's like owns it. And how she, she kind of dim- downgrades her daughter. Remember, like they were talking to uh, Mina about after the after the game or whatever, and she's talking to her, and she's kind of like, I forget what she said. She said something, and it was like a kind of like a like a little jab, this little jab that you know oh, means she, a lot to a kid. Swing. She was like, did you even try to look good? Did you want? Did you try to look bad today? Yeah, to, I mean, did you try to look unattractive. Shit. Is what it was, some shit. little shit like that, man. It means a lot to a girl, especially a teenage years when everything is so amplified, everything's so serious. You're a teenage girl, especially, yeah. You know, I guess, I mean, I don't know, I don't love that world. Little white girls, you know, like and they're putting their bodies out there, so they're extra, extra sensitive. And I'm sure during that time, you know, anorexia was always a big thing with white girls, you know. So it's like, why would, why would you? I mean, it just is. I mean, yeah, you don't, so yeah, it is. <laughs> you don't you don't eat because you because you don't want to because oh, it's a disease. Bitch, have a sandwich. I mean, I I can't get on like mm, you know what I mean. I, People are starving other countries. I never, met I never met a Latina that was like, I don't want no more pork. Like no, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's something we didn't. Uh, yeah, okay, whatever. But uh, but uh, but. I thought it was like perfectly, and I thought everybody did just a, and, and that Benning fucking body bagged that role because you just fucking hated her. You don't, yeah, I didn't feel it at all for her, and and she was just one of those people who were just wound tight, and you could see. I felt bad for her at the end. I really did because she was just such. She's the epitome. Like the whole movie is like everybody's nobody's who they say they are, right? Like the like the like the fucking cheerleading slut. It's not a slut. She's a virgin. Right. Uh, the fucking uh, the one that who's who's uh, the plain Jane, quote unquote, is not. She's the one that's like willing to go to New York with a fucking drug dealer boyfriend. Like yeah. nobody's who they say they are, and I get all that. Annette Benning is yes, she's a, a a fucking tight ass, but she's t- she's wound so tight that she's fucking fake. She literally slaps herself to be like, get a hold of yourself, and it's like you just let that shit go, man. I felt bad for her at the end when she was crying in her car because I was like. She knows her world is over. She knows that yeah. her world is just crumbling. It's all, it's all crumbling. It's all all the fake facade. It's all veneer. It's all like he's just. She's trying to be somebody she's not. And even that, even her 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 lover was like, "Fake it till you make it." That's basically what he was saying, right? Like you, you gotta yeah. you gotta show that you're successful in order to be successful. Like fake it till you make it. And that's her whole lifestyle. Her whole and she's realizing, oh wait, that's a bad way to live. And I think I felt I felt bad for her at the end, not during, but at the end, I was just like, "Oh boy, yeah." But but that's almost the sum of I mean, in a way, did she get what she deserved in the end? Oh, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that they didn't deserve it. I'm not saying any of that. But it's you like, kind of felt empathy for her. empathy or sympathy. I, I felt bad that she. I felt bad because I know the situation of like everything that she is. Nothing's going right for her. 
And again, it's all her own doing. I'm not blaming right. anybody else. I'm not right. blaming anybody else, but it's still a shitty situation. Yeah, of course. You see course. fucking you you see a guy who's a who's uh an alcoholic and who's lost everything gambling. You don't go like, oh, I feel bad. You know, it's his fault. He gambled the shit away, but it's still you still feel bad for them. You still feel yeah. you know, I guess empathy, yeah. I guess. I, guess. I don't know. So I got you. I don't know. But um, anyways, all right. So Rotten Tomatoes gives uh, American Beauty uh, critics gave it eighty seven percent. The audience gave it a ninety three percent. I thought accurate, very accurate. I mean, Dad, yeah. Dad, what would be your what would be your rating and your rating system? I'll give it four out of five floating bags. <laughs> four to five floating bags in the wind. Bags in the wind. <laughs> Bags in the wind. All we are is bags in the wind. Bags in the. What uh, BT? What are you gonna give it? What are you gonna rate it? What's your rating system? Out of five stars. Yeah, out of one of five. What? What's your what's your rating system? He gave it bags. Four HOAs. <laughs> four HOA thumbs up. That's what I give it. I mean, honestly, I, I, thought, I just thought they, they nailed that suburbia. Like I said, I mean, I mean, I, I like that you brought the point up. And, and, and the point is, they don't see us in that world. So I have no problem with no minorities in that movie. Because, yeah. like I said, they don't see us in that world. So, in a way, it's like, well, fuck you. I mean, about your problems and shit. But, I mean, not, not to be that cold. But, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, but, but it also showed, though, you know, that, hey, Nothing is as you think it is because I, I mean, you know, growing up, you look people in the suburbs, oh, they got it made. And this movie just, like you say, peeled off that veneer and you see nobody has it made. They're all, everybody's going through something. Everybody is. And you don't know it. They put that best foot forward and you think, you know, how many times in school, oh, she's a slut. Really? Wow. Oh, she's up with someone. And they never did. Like you said, she's a virgin, but they call her a slut. Why? Because somebody started the rumor or whatever. And so it's like somebody who's supposedly tough, but you've never seen them fight. You know what I mean? Or this and that. So, it's it, it's all a facade, and that's. It, I just thought it was just a great, great movie. I give it four and a half. Man, I might give it five, but I'll, I'll say four and a half because it was a little bit campy, but still, I'll say four and a half. Four and a half HOAs. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give it. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give it three rose petals. Three out of five rose petals. Oh, I was gonna go lower. I was gonna go lower, but I talked myself. Talking about the movie and the themes of the movie, I'm like, you know what? I kind of did drive its point. I, all right, I talked myself into it. Yes. Three out of five rose petals. Why roses? No fucking clue. No. <laughs> Very rose weird. Petals. Can't imagine why. Rose no. petals? Yeah, why? I don't know why? why rose petals were in this movie. I don't know why oh. that was his. I don't understand why that was where he went in his mind where she takes her shirt off and roses come out because his wife is the rose lover, not him. So why is he why is he visualized rose petals? I don't understand that. Again, I'm not the fucking target audience. I'm not that deep. So I would like to think. Oh, they can say his like, roses are beauty, like you know they've always symbolized well, the beauty well, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does roses symbolize? Roses bloom in the in the spring, right after a winter, after it's cold, after the darkness. Yeah. So roses symbolize an awakening. Right, the awakening of of spring. So and that, was spring his, that was his that was his uh, midlife awakening because that, that's basically yeah. it, like, you know, like I said, I mean, just him slumped over in that gym like that, yeah. and all of a sudden she's his, you know his daughter's friend, and that rose, which you know, that rose like him, it, it's his awakening, man. He's waking up to the world. He's, it's like he's alive again. And that's what a rose symbolizes. Like it's cold, and everybody hates the wind. Well, if you're in the Midwest, you guys are spoiled. But in the Midwest, like it is here, it's snowing and shit. But man, around. <laughs> 
We had a week of cold. It was rough. Yeah, yeah. There was one time where it went to like 45 degrees. Bro. Yeah, it was oh, tough, oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. How'd you guys do it? How'd you guys wear a jacket? It was for like it was for like six hours too. It lasted yeah. oh, it was all day. You don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know, BT. You don't even know, man. <laughs> Seriously, there you guys, right here, right here, guys. Right here. But it, no, but that's that's. I'm wearing a sweater. I'm wearing a hoodie because I was like, ooh, I went up there and it was like 74. I'm like, whoa. That's crazy, man. That's, that's, we got a chill front going. We got a I chill front going on. Uh, I, I hate you guys. I hate you guys. Yeah. I really do. All I hate right. You guys. So we got, so uh, Chad, you gave it four. BT gave it four and a half and I gave mm-hmm. it three. All right. Yeah. I, yeah. Just, I mean, because you, you got, if you look at it in, in the context of now, it might be a little lower, but for then, and I put myself in that situation back then looking at it. And so yeah, I probably I probably given it five then and four and a half now. But I just think that it's even exacerbated now. I think suburban problems because now you do have an influx of minorities, and you also have a, a, an uh, an out of control drug problem, which which I think it already it always existed, but now we got meth that's killing everybody. You got these did new drugs see, coming did you, uh, in. Did you see Ch- Chappelle's bit on that on the opioid epidemic? Yes, yes, it's fucking brilliant, so good. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. And he nails it. But it, it's just the truth. It's it. it's like, yeah, they went through the whole crack epidemic and he's like, and just like white, just like white people when they were watching the crack epidemic. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 that's karma coming back. I mean, I trust, trust me. I hate to I hate to be in a place where my heart was like goody. But in a way, it's like goody because I mean, having to hear it growing up especially in like a you know i grew up in oklahoma so you know that kind of environment where they would kind of point their finger at us and always kind of talk about it and you know like ah ha ha and you see that coming back i mean i don't want to be like goody but a little bit of me is like yeah it's like a lion a lion and beast yeah it it is it's kind of like the lion and beast so yeah i mean i don't want to put myself full circle baby full circle full circle baby Uh, that's what life is all right. Well, thank, yeah. that's, the ep- that's the episode. Thank you for checking us out. Make sure you check out BT. Uh, his Instagram is BT, like the letter B as in Bravo, T as in Tango, underscore comedy. Uh, so that's BT uh, comedy. Uh, make sure you check him out. Thank you for coming on. Uh, check out the other podcasts on the Geek Bro Network, including but not limited to, better let me tell you, Cramacopia uh, with uh, Jeff and Q. Uh, What's up, bro? With myself, Mike, and Stephanie, that which will be on tonight at 8 p.m. Well, well, if you're watching this or hearing the audio of this, just know it's on Wednesday nights. Uh, and uh, and um, the Mount Geekmore podcast and a bunch of just, just go to geekbro.net. Check that out. Thank you guys for having for being on. Appreciate you, BT. Love you, bro. Thank hey, you hey man, I want to do I want to do more of these because I love I love talking movies. I mean, you know, as, I long as, you get a, as long as you get a, a microphone, we, we, you know, we could do. I, I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. But yeah, I'll do that. But yeah, I, I definitely want to do more because I, I love talking to you guys. Love it. Love it. it. We're, we're down. You guys. Down, man. You guys have a passion for it. I have a passion for it. So let's always, do that, bro. You're always welcome, brother. All right. I okay. love you guys. Thank you guys for uh, uh, checking us out. That's how movies are reviewed. Peace. Peace. Peace.